Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Story Not Forgotten podcast, brought to you as always by Capturing Legacies. Because everyone's got a story to tell, we want to help you tell it. Visit CapturingLegacies.com to get started. My name is Liam Rathgaber, partner and anthologist with Capturing Legacies, as well as your host. And I think we're just going to open up this one with a content warning that uh, this this stories might not be safest for the uh, the squeamish or the faint of heart because it is episode thirteen. And as I went through all of high school wearing nothing but black, I can't really let that slide. So I'm going to be joined today by a mortician and a uh, manager of two funeral homes in the great city of Portland, Oregon, Mr. Brent Carnes. Brent, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Well, because we do what we do without anything to do, why don't you tell us a story? Okay. So, <clears throat> this is kind of a story in two parts, you might say. Um, as, a, as a mortician, and uh, it's, a, it's a job that some people, people often think they want to, to, to do, and then people often, they either know they want to do it, or they think they want to do it. And part of, a, part of the job is, is serving an apprenticeship. And so I decided that some of the best things always happen when when you're when you're new, uh, when you don't know better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, the first story I want to tell, or first part of this, is as I had moved along in my apprenticeship for a while and kind of getting the swing of things and given more and more responsibility, I was asked to actually help out at a sister funeral home uh, to do an embalming. Now that's not unusual or anything. So uh, it's something that's got to get, got to be got, done. Got to be done, and glad to help. We were slow where I was at, so mm-hmm. I ran down over there to help. And they kept saying, "This is perfect for you," you know. So I'm still, you know, still learning. Um, so that little old lady, which everybody likes to do, little old ladies <laughs> are, are make make it a lot easier. <laughs> Every, we always, everybody, we always want little old ladies. And the. Uh, so I get there, I, I go help move her on, we bring her into the prep room, do all of the things I need to do, um, but she's still wrapped in the plastic sheet and stuff, and everybody has, uh, has left. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I'm ready to do my thing. So I start taking the sheet off and wrapping her, and all of a sudden there's this odor. And I did my job, I'm used to lots of odors. I've done, I've been elbow deep in autopsies. Yeah, I would suspect it's not the best I, I, smelling of jobs. But this was different and so I go down and as many years as I've been doing I've been doing this for over 20 years feces is still really rough <laughs> and but this was like feces plus <laughs> so I uh, as I'm uh, undoing it I go god this looks kind of weird and she's got a little uh, nightgown on and and such. So I start to take all of these things off of her, and I realize she's completely soiled herself, which I'd assume. <clears throat> so I and then she's got her, and as it turns out, she'd been dead actually for several weeks. Oh, <laughs> uh, before anybody had found her, but nobody told me that part. Which <laughs> so as I take off her, cut off her dress and her nightgown and her undergarments, not only is she covered in feces going up in every crevice that you can imagine <laughs> there are thousands 
and thousands of maggots oh, coming out of her orifices. <laughs> and funeral directors kind of have a little pride in one of the things is, is being able to take this, that horrible stench and horrible smell. And if anybody has seen a rotten animal in the wild mm -hmm. or the dead bird, it's like that and your worst grandma. Yeah, that, that unshakable quality. Yeah, all together. <laughs> and as another director walks in and just looks in and goes, huh, <laughs> guess we should have opened up the bag a little farther before we called you. <laughs> but yeah then of course then I did have to commence to cleaning and uh, removing all of these maggots mm. and uh, in the end though everything went well and she looked fine well, that's the sign of a professional is <laughs> you, you take a horrible situation you make it work right and a trial by fire for you <laughs> in a new industry absolutely so and the second half of this um, same location mm-hmm I'd gone over running some errands with an older funeral director. He was actually trying to get his 50th year in. So it was, you know, he was always frightening to ride with in the car, and he always <laughs> insisted on driving. And we get over there to this other place, and we have to meet a, we need some information from another director. We get to the funeral home. They say she's upstairs, she's, in the, she's embalming. Okay. Not a big deal, so we go up there and walk into the prep room, and I'm standing there, and we, we're talking, but it's like, what are these, like, it's, how do I explain? <laughs> she's she's doing what, there's something, there's an instrument we use called a trocar. It's used, uh, it's like in a long, think of a quarter inch or half inch round hypodermic needle mm -hmm. with a suction hose on the end of it and it's used for piercing organs so it's the drain it's it's what drains yeah so we kind of at the end so at the end of the embalming that's kind of the last piece mm -hmm. that you do be at, towards the end so she's doing that and has, has this you know the motion where you're kind of doing this back and forth <laughs> and we're talking to her and the whole time trying not to look at the the corpse of the of the, the person lying there, and uh, we get our information, and we we leave, and there truly was, and I like there was just one thing happening, but nobody said it, a word. So there was just as we're talking, but so we go out, and we get into the, the the car, into the van, and uh, and what it was is this man. The corpse had a penis that was. I'm making hand motions here. Yes, it's, it's, <laughs> it doesn't really it, translate it's, to radio. Yes, it's not. I, it's. But your hands was, are not close together. It was say. It really was the reason that it was called the elephant in the room. <laughs> it, and my little funeral director, who I was working with, he turns to me and he says. You know, I got one just like it. <laughs> and I just, I didn't know what to say, because I'm the new guy. And he goes, just as dead. <laughs> and that's true story. And one of my favorite, but it's like, those are the things that if you get through those sorts of things and realizing, like, you never know what you're going to see. 
always remember your funeral director is the last one who's going to see you naked. Mm-hmm. Well, and you, ha- you have to have that iron stomach and that unshakable will, and you have to be able to do this while being respectful and while, and while the, taking care of the family. Right, and if you, can't, you do have to be able to laugh at situations. Mm-hmm. And in the end, yeah, you really, you do it because you care. And that's, you know, as I will say, I don't know many funeral directors that don't have a very good sense of humor. You kind of need to have it. You, you do. You're, you're dealing with people and emotional tragedy, and then you're dealing with situations like that. So if you can't shake it off, it's going to shake you. Absolutely. And it's it's very... I say, in the end, you really just want people to be happy. You want to take horrible situations, mm-hmm. like whether it be maggots or autopsies and horrible car accidents. And The last thing, at least you want to do is try to make them look good. Yeah. And that's kind of like, so the last impression is a good impression. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for sharing some stories for episode number 13. All the respect in the world for the job that you do because it's it's an important job. You're, you're helping people. It really is a, a great service that you're providing. And, I mean, it's an industry that's definitely got some stability to it because people are always going to die. <laughs> that's true. I don't know how much how, many, how long they're going to continue to, uh, to be doing to be being they're going to continue to be buried well yeah because we're running out of room <laughs> yeah I think we should start using golf courses I mean I don't know what it is in Canada here but in the US it's we've got a 70% cremation rate so it's kind of a interesting little interesting note. tidbit yeah. to know <laughs> but thank you so much for joining me thanks for sharing some stories thank you and everybody out there has a story to tell Capturing Legacies is here to help you tell it visit capturinglegacies.com to get started <laughs>